Hey, welcome to Who Knew It with Matt Stewart. And uh, this is not Matt Stewart, this is Saran Jayamana. We're in Sydney, we're about to be in Brisbane, we're doing live Who Knew It with Matt Stewart's in both those cities. And we're also doing our stand-up shows, uh, Dry Dry, is that right? That is correct, uh, Who Knew It's with Matt Stewart's, and also Dry Dry in Sydney at the Manning Bar, and in Brisbane at the beautiful Powerhouse. Oh, so good. And we're you're doing the Who Knew It's at the Chippo, and at the Good Chat Comedy. Anyway, we'd love to see you there, it'd be fantastic. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Welcome to Who Knew with Matt Stewart, the show where the guests write the wrong answers. I'm the titular Matt Stewart, and our first guest this week has a show coming up at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival called Bag of Vegeta. It's Saran Jayamana. That's me. Hello. I was so panicked that I was going to say Vegeta wrong. And then you got the name, you got got to Saran Jayamana, and there was a big pause there because you're like, (laughs) I only focused on the Vegeta. Yeah. I know you very well. It'd be more embarrassing to get the name wrong. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going to edit all of that out. <laughs> Our second guest this week has a new stand-up show, Woohoo, coming to Melbourne, Sydney, and Brisbane. It's Lizzie Who. Yes. Thank you for having me. And our third and final contestant this week is also performing in Melbourne with his show, Alastair Tremblay Birchall. No relation, it's Alastair Tremblay Birchall. Yeah, but abadu. Great to be here. Thank you so much, Matthew. Forget that you've got a catchphrase. <laughs> All right, the way the show works is I ask a relatively obscure trivia question, and our contestants have to write a convincing fake answer. I then read their answers as well as the real one. And they have to guess which one is correct. Are we ready to play? Yeah. Let's go. I am now. This first question comes from listener Siraj from Melbourne. Siraj's question is, what is the meaning of the word funambulist? What is the meaning of the word funambulist? Ooh. <laughs> it's having a good time already over there. That's a great sign. All right. While they're writing their answers, I'll explain how the scoring works. So you get one point if your fake answer is guessed by one of the other contestants and another point if you correctly guess the answer. And by the way, I'm also playing as the house. I've put in two of my own fake answers for each question, often with the help of the question writer, and I get a point for each one of those that our guests choose. So each of us can score up to three points per round, which seems pretty fair, but the probability actually favours me, the house. And the house always wins. So if you've listened to previous episodes, you'll know that is not necessarily the case. Anyway, our questions come from our great Patreon supporters. And if you want to submit a question, sign up on any level via patreon.com slash do go on pod linked in the show notes. So the answers are in. <laughs> All right, let's go back to our first question. What is the meaning of the word funambulist? The act of taking an ambulance to a drive in theater, a medical practitioner that uses comedy and props to alleviate stress. A medieval profession that specialised in setting the right vibe at royal dinner parties. <laughs> a cartridge maker, one who manufactures cartridges and cartridge-related products. A tightrope walker in a circus or in the wild. Or quite obviously a fun ambulance is a hearse. It's like an ambulance, but without the pressure because the guy in the back is already dead. <laughs> uh. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's quite a few options to uh, remember. I'll go back to them quickly if you need them again, or have you all got an inkling? I've got an inkling. Uh, yeah, got, I've got a bit of an inkling. Yeah, yeah. I got, got a, a bit, bit of a feeling. feeling. <laughs> I got it. I think this is going to be one of those days. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> this is a show all about me. And me, all right. So, <laughs> was that, were those the lyrics to a song? Yeah, the Lana Woodley theme song. <laughs> okay, right. So. All right. Uh, what do you think of Lizzie? <laughs> I surrender. I just mind melding. Yeah, 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 great. Yeah. Wow. So this is the story of a girl who <laughs> <laughs> ride a river and drown the whole world, which is terrible. By the way. <laughs> what do you think of Lizzie? Um, I have a feeling it could be um the tightrope. Tightrope Walker. That in for How did that one end again? Uh, tightrope Walker in a circus or in the wild. <laughs> mm. I think it's, um, yeah. So it almost feels like a bit of word padding was going on at the end there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. A tightrope walker. So you, you're saying, because like there's not a lot of jobs where you're, your yep. your name of your job is different if you do it in the wild. Yeah, yeah. 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 Also, it, it sort of adds context about what type of circuses they're. Mm. They're, pretty, they're pretty wild. Yeah, that's thought. true. A lot of the time, they bring the wild into the yeah. circus. Yeah, you know. So that's well, the, the, the tightrope walker. In yeah. the wild, just means like slackliner. Maybe. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is true. I mean, that does sound like a different word. Actually. Yeah. Mm. That's fun. And then oh, you need no. an ambulance. I so regret that's... my decision. <laughs> what are I, you thinking, Saren? I think it's the uh, the vibe creation in the middle uh, ages. Vibe. vibe. Medieval. Medieval vibe, vibe creator. Yeah. <laughs> fun ambulance. It's not a word that's kicking around these days, you know what I mean? So I think mm. I'm putting it back into the... Medieval era, but vibe is very these days. Mm. That's true, but it's a it's a present day description of the of the definition. Mm, but they okay. love fun. They love yeah. Fun. They yeah were, they I'll point out that things have been vibrating for a long time. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, some things never change. Some things never change. Yeah. Like your phone, as we were trying to contact you for being late to this. Yeah, vibrated. the three times I didn't answer, it vibrated quite a long time. <laughs> Al, what are you thinking? I'm also going to go tightrope walker. Oh. Welcome that in. Yeah. As a, you know, I don't know. I uh, speak a little bit of French. Oh. Merci beaucoup. (laughs) I have watched that movie about the French tightrope walker, so maybe. Oh, yeah, I thought you were thinking there was one movie about the French French. (laughs) I've seen that movie about the French. (laughs) (laughs) Amelie. Amelie. That's good. Uh, all right, let's go through who wrote the answers. The act of taking an ambulance to the drive-in theatre, that was written by Lizzie Who, mm. a <laughs> medical practitioner that uses comedy and props to alleviate stress, that was written by Siraj, okay, The House, a uh, cartridge maker who manufactures cartridges and cartridge-related <laughs> products, that was Alistair Trombley. <laughs> That's why you were laughing straight away. I just you know. I, yeah. I, I mean, I know comedy when I see it. I, I feel like Al comes in with the answers ready to go and then yeah. <laughs> enjoys the question. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the ambulance being a fun ambulance being a hearse, quite obviously. That was by Seren. <laughs> then we had the medieval profession that specializes in setting the right vibe. That was written by the house. Oh, oh. Meaning the correct answer is a tightrope walker in a circus or in wow. the wild. 
Hello. Or in the wild. Yeah. I think Siraj, I mean, I just took what Siraj wrote and um, yeah, I've got to think that he was, he'd written a a tightrope walker and he's like, I can't have a definition that goes for three words. No, (laughs) And the way it stretches out, Uh, you know, in a circus or um, in a wild, in the wild or at the shops or Mm. could be anywhere really in Australia or overseas. So that's one point to Lizzie, one point to the house, one point to Alistair Trombley Bird. The only thing that matters is that the rope is tight. Well, I mean, what about slackliners? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, they're not really trying. But the rope's still tight. You think it's easier when the when the when the rope is slack? No, no, it's the slack refers to their <laughs> their, to their effort. Right. Yeah, right. The vibe right. yeah. Slack line. Yeah. Sorry. So yeah, they're just not taking it seriously. Yeah. They're they they could just be lounging. Yeah. I think I've seen them lay in the down. wild. Or, yeah, yeah, like, exactly. Lay down on their things yeah, and <laughs> mm. bounce a little bit. Yeah. Just like you would do at home in yeah. the, on the couch. Or in the wild. Mm. <laughs> All right, question number two comes from Jim Bates from Sackett's Harbour in New York. Sackett's. Jim's question is, Sackett's Harbour is such a great name for a place, I think. Yeah, Bob Sackett's Harbour. (laughs) Uh, Jim's question is, what is the name of the small humanoids of American folklore who emerge from hiding places to attack people? So there's mythical, apparently in America, yeah. American folklore, mm. there are these mythical little humanoids who come out from hiding to attack people. What are they called? <laughs> so I don't need a description of them or anything, just what, what's their name. Oh, okay. yeah. And while you're writing your answers, here's some more information on funambulists. According to dictionary.com, it comes from the Latin funus or funus, which means rope and ambulare means walk. According oh. to Siraj, Nathan Paulin claimed a new world record on the 24th of May 2022 as he completed the longest tightrope walk of all time, a 2,200-metre walk mm. from a crane to the Abbey of Mont-Saint-Michel, a tidal island and commune in Normandy, France. Was that in the oh. movie that you saw? No, be- the movie, um, the guy, it was about that famous French guy that used to tightrope walk everywhere. He did the Harbour Bridge. He did the uh, yes. pylons in the heart, like buildings and, yeah, he was, I can't remember his name. You're the yeah. one who went up to the top of a building? Yeah. No, that's, that's Spider-Man, the Spider-Man guy. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, oh, like there is, he there creates is like an the int- lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And this, sometimes they're slacks. No, 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 no. There is actually a, like a guy, like an Italian guy who's probably he's probably in his 50s now or 60s or something like that, but he is known as the Spider-Man. <laughs> I oh, oh I Italian that. Spider-Man. I wasn't big, yeah, like yeah. Italian Spider-Man. But, yeah. but I think there is also a movie called Italian Spider-Man. <laughs> So, and it's just a dumb movie about an Italian version okay. of Spider-Man. It probably makes fun, makes fun of it, Italian. But I think this guy might be Italian and he climbs like, you know, World Trade Center okay. or okay. whatever yeah, like that. Right. Is it Philippe Different. Petit you're talking about, Lizzie? Yeah, maybe. No, oh, I thought that was the answer to the question. Philippe Petit. No, that does sound like guys who attack you. It's that American fear of the French. Yeah. <laughs> that, that one movie. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I got attacked by another Philippe Petit. <laughs> Is that an American accent? Uh, that, yes, there I am. All. It, was, it was an expat. Okay. <laughs> it was an expat, but, but he's, he's really uh, assimilated. <laughs> sorry. Uh, that's my comedy voice. Uh, it's a great voice. I'm thank sorry. You. For no. Poking holes. It's okay. Oh. Yes, and. Yes, and. <laughs> There was a lot more joy in it, I think, with the holes in it. Yeah, so, yeah, that's what my yeah. I, my feeling about improv is. Yeah. All right, All right, the answers are in for question number two. What is the name of the small humanoids of American folklore who emerge from hiding places to attack people? Budgie boys? 
<laughs> Whoop snoopers, toddlers, melon heads, <laughs> the grabblers, <laughs> or Brian. <laughs> 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 the Brian is out. <laughs> Brian took my child. <laughs> Does your French knowledge help you out here at all? It's out? actually helping a lot. Yeah, really? yeah, yeah, don't worry, because oh, I think that these guys must have been from the related to the Cajun people that right. you know, traveled down from Quebec into New Orleans, and so um, <laughs> that were <was> particularly small. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, this will help. I'll be able to do it. Would you just, even though I know the answer, would you yeah. be able to repeat the- <laughs> for the listeners? We've got the Budgie Boys, the Whoop Snoopers, the Toddlers, the Melon Heads, the Grabblers, or Brian. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I like the grabblers. I think I saw the Budgie Boys at the Corner Hotel one. Yeah, yeah the Budgie. <laughs> the grabblers. It sort of sounds like an off-brand McDonald's character a bit. You know, hamburger. That's true. Yeah, with yeah. the grabblers, <laughs> ham grabblers. Yeah, the sounds like an grabblers. action as well. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, exactly. Like you can picture them living in a tree trunk and their little fingers re- reaching for your for your yeah. pant. You know, your pants as you walk past. Yeah. Oh. The yeah. grabblers. Like the, yeah. the, the handsy grabblers. <laughs> yeah. I got decked by a grabbler. <laughs> That's again the expat. <laughs> All right, lock in the grabblers yeah, in the grabblers. Yeah. I would also like to lock in the grabblers. Oh, right. yeah. Two I, grabblers. I was going to go for the Wooji. The bougie boys? No, the other. Uh, the hoop the snoopers? Hoop yeah. The so hoop. Yeah, I don't know if, how because it's a WH. Would that be hoop, hoop or? Hoop. Whoop. Whoops. Oh, yeah. I like that. The whoop snoopers. Whoop snoopers. Yeah. yeah that I is like actually them. really good. <laughs> <laughs> I regret it. I regret everything. <laughs> All right. I it wrong, well, let's see who wrote these answers. Uh, Brian <laughs> was written by Lizzie. <laughs> uh, Toddlers was written by Seren. Very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Budgie Boys was written by Alistair Tremblay Birchall. Hello. Hello. The Whoop Snoopers was written by The House. Oh, no. As was The Grabblers. So three points to The House this round. The correct answer was The Melon Heads. The Melon Heads. The Melon Heads. Melon Heads. What a funny name for a... Yeah. Like, you got to be, yeah, afraid of the melon heads. Mm. I don't know if I'm... Do we know what region? It could be like, you know, from melon country. Michigan. Oh, that sounds Ohio. (gasps) Connecticut. Those all look like, sound like places where you would have lots of water. And, and that, you would, that you would then put into the ground to it, grow into melons. Wow. It's also cruel to refer to them <laughs> as being s- small humanoids. Mm. The key detail, I would say, is the melon head. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Yeah. If you've got a big head, yeah. who cares? Why are you focusing on the body? I think if they had said mm. melanoids, you yeah. would have yeah. been on it straight away. <laughs> exactly. <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it is all melon with arms. And little, yeah, and then, but then the options would have been different. There would have been the cantaloupes. True. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the honey juice. The watermelon <laughs> <laughs> Cantaloupes. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we're on to question number three now. This one comes from Jennifer Welliver. From Marshall. Jennifer Welliver. That is a great name. <laughs> it is so good. So good. Say it again. Uh, Jennifer Welliver. Uh, well, have I ever heard a good name? <laughs> it's Jennifer Welliver. <laughs> and Jennifer Welliver is from Marshall, Illinois. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And Jennifer Welliver's question is, which of the following is a real species of bird? 
So we've just basically got to make up a species of bird. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Which, what's the question? Which <laughs> of the following? I mean, okay, yeah. it'll make more sense when I'm reading it out with the options. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but at the moment. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you just got to come up with a, a made up species of bird. And while you're coming up with that, I'll let the listeners know a little bit more about melon heads. According to Jim, legends have developed in Michigan, Ohio, and Connecticut of creatures with bulbous heads who occasionally appear and attack people. I told you their heads were big. (laughs) Different variations of the legend attribute different origins to the entities, but usually include medical experimentation on orphans or the criminally insane. So some pretty wild tales. And there's there's details like, you know, there was a, in, in regionally there are different stories. In one region it's like there was this asylum place and they escaped from there. But, uh, but the authorities say that, that such a place never existed. But isn't that exactly <gasps> what you'd yeah. expect them to say? I, I, didn't be- I didn't believe that at all until they said that. Yeah. I know. I, I felt the same. Now I'm, I'm almost too strong a believer <laughs> that you will never be able to change my mind again. I can only change my own mind, as is mo- what happens with most adults, apparently. I've missed this conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> coming in the wrong. Feel free to cut all that out. <laughs> I want, I want anything I say to only be on record. If actually Lizzie's paying attention <laughs> in life, I, that's yeah. true. Also, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> all right. Here are your options for question number three. Which of the following is a real species of bird? Atticus finch. <laughs> Yellow belly piney finch. <laughs> the peaking snack. <laughs> the hook snook parrot. The rare flower crested Guatemalan rainbow toucan. Or the timber doodle. <laughs> Atticus finch. Yellow belly piney finch. The peaking snack. The hook snook parrot. The rare flower crested Guatemalan rainbow toucan. Or the timber doodle. It's going to be a timber doodle for me, and I'll also pick a bird, please. I, <laughs> <laughs> no, timber doodle. Oh, I want it to be peaking snack. <laughs> 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 um, what what was the second? Uh, yellow belly piney finch. Yeah, piney finch. Piney I'm finch. going for piney finch. Uh, that mm. leaves you, Alistair. Now, does your French knowledge... Yes, yes, this helps me a lot because we eat a big variety of birds. Mm. Um, Poultry, game birds. Yes, we're we're big game people. Have you read Um, To Kill a Mockingbird in French? Atticus French. Uh, I read it in French, but the book was in English. (laughs) (laughs) So Translated. But like I would look at all the words and I would be like... um, Made in China. So you'd read it in broken English. Model Xiaomi communication. They don't know that you're reading off a phone. Yeah, Yeah, sorry, I'm reading off a phone. They think you're reading to kill them. That's right, yes. Well, I I have obviously had a time. (laughs) They could say the words made in China in in the book to kill a mockingbird. They don't know what segment of the book I'm reading. (laughs) Could be the preface, could be the whatever, the postface. Um, okay. Whatever the first one is, that's what I'm going to go for. Okay. It's Atticus Finch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That almost, it's so, so dumb. It, I think it might just work. All right. Let's go through who wrote the answers. Uh, the Peking Snack. That was Alistair Trombley Birchall. <laughs> yeah. uh, the Hook Snook Parrot. That was The House. The Rare Flower Crested Guatemalan Rainbow Toucan. It was Lizzie Who. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Al went for the Atticus Finch. That was written by Saren, which means Saren is on the board. Yes, finally. Mm. Uh, the Yellow Belly Piney Finch was written by Jennifer, the question writer, mm. a.k.a. The House. <sighs> so I'm pointing for The House there. But the correct answer was the Timberdoodle. So Serena, second point. Holy strong round. Point. This is strong round. Because you're normally you're normally a no scorer, right? <laughs> yeah, In yeah, yeah. And I forgot we've played together before. <laughs> well, oh. I, that's you know, I, I only know that from my, my one other time I've encountered you in the wild, <laughs> rather than on a in a circus. Yeah, on a circus. What does the Timberdoodle look like? Ah, uh, it's a it's a chunky little sort of plump Goodness. ground bird, flightless, brown. Uh, maybe has a little flight. Yeah, great. Like a chicken. Yeah, maybe. Oh, oh you don't want to give too much away. Oh, do you? do you want to see it? Oh, it's very cute. It is cute. That is cute. Yeah. Anything that's sort of chunky oh, like that. that. I love a nice. rotund bird. Yeah. With quite a long beak. Uh, so a quick score update. We've got Lizzie on one point, Alistair on one point, Saran on two points, but out in front it's the house on wow. five points. Wow, that's, Whoa, quite that's a, a huge, <clears throat> it's quite a big margin. It's a big yeah. lead. Can I it, just add the Timberdoodle is also called the bog sucker. How incredible is that? It's also <laughs> it's also known as the hokum poke, yeah, and the Labrador Twister. Oh, but it gets its name Timberdoodle from one of its other names, the American Woodcock. So Timberdoodle is comes from Woodcock. <laughs> bit of fun. That is fun. Bit of fun. Science is having fun. a bit of fun. People who love. like birds are fun. <laughs> <laughs> Famously fun people. <laughs> Uh, all right, we're up to question number four. This Holy one moly. comes from David Kingfisher from Norwich in the UK. Okay. What is the small museum at Trinity Church in London's West End known for? What is the small museum at Trinity Church in London's West End known for? Mm-hmm. Um, while you're writing about that, here's a little bit more info about Timberdoodles. Uh, just a, a quick description here. They have a plump body, short legs, a large rounded head. What? And a long... They sound like a melon head to me. <laughs> <laughs> they got melon head qualities, that's yeah. for sure. They're little, they jump out and they attack you. They, yeah, they're poking Labradors. They also have a straight prehensile bill. Prehensile <laughs> means capable of grasping. Like concept ideas? Concept. Their, their bills are capable of grasping concepts <laughs> and ideas. <laughs> All right, the answers are in for question number four. What's the small museum at Trinity Church in London's West End known for? It houses the old tax records for the churches in England. It houses the left ruby slipper of every Dorothy to ever appear in a West End run <laughs> of The Wizard of Oz. Wow. It's the birthplace of Sir David Attenborough. It's the home of the Clowns Gallery, a collection of eggs with clown faces painted on them. <laughs> George Harrison was arrested for marijuana possession at this museum while vastly overreacting to its tapestry collection. <laughs> or it has a collection of empty celebrity drink glasses categorised by spirit and price. Mm. Mm. <laughs> mm. So it's obviously it's a pretty big deal <clears throat> place. You've all been to London of your stop by? Stop by Can't once. say I've been to the West End. No, I don't remember what end I went to. (laughs) Um, I saw a couple of shows at the Leicester Square Theatre, which I think is in the West End. Oh, I have been then. Soho, that's like... Okay, yeah, yeah. And it was nuts. I was there like, you know, last November and I don't think I've ever been around that many people. It was wild. Really, have they um, have they reversed? Are they, are they out of lockdown now? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They've reversed life. Yeah. what are you thinking? Surround anything jumping out? You were straight into Timberdoodle before. Mm. Well, I'd love, I'd love to have another listen. So you got uh, houses of the old tax records of churches. Yep. 
That's uh, the one. Yep, locking that in. Mm. It can't be that. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just messing around. Then you had the the left ruby slippers of every Dorothy. Birthplace of David Attenborough. Clown's gallery with the clown eggs. George Harrison arrested there after overreacting to its tapestry collection or the collection of celebrity drink glasses. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to go George Harrison. George Harrison. And the tapestry collection. I'm going to go clown eggs. I yeah. didn't realise, but that's how they're born. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, let's go through who <laughs> wrote the answers. Uh, the Dorothy Slippers, that was written by David, a.k.a. The House. Oh, mm. uh, actually, I found that one very believable. Yeah, yeah. Mm. David also wrote the one about the empty celebrity glasses. Oh, right. I was going to say that one. Yeah. I love this creativity. Yeah. Then we had the George Harrison being arrested for marijuana possession and the tapestry collection. That was Alistair Trombley oh. Birchall. That's why it took so long. <laughs> One point there for Al. Uh, it's just nice to be on the board. It housing the old tax records for the churches in England. That was written by Lizzie Who. Oh. So a point there for Lizzie. And the correct answer is it's the home of the Clowns Gallery, a collection of eggs with clown faces painted on them. I... I don't deal well with winning, but <laughs> but it feels really good. Yeah. yeah, I don't think I deserve this, but the thank you so much. Egg. I think there's still a few more rounds. <laughs> yeah. No, no, and I've you're won. not even leaving. I've won. <laughs> <laughs> I've won, and it feels great. <laughs> and I'm just being humble. Can we get a score check? <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Anyway, it's been great. Um, I've been Matt Stewart. Um, so in that round, we've got one point to Lizzie, two points to Alice there, meaning that the scores are now two. Two points to Saran, two points to Lizzie, three points to Alice Evans. Oh. Still out in front of the house on five points. Oh. It's just nice to take, you know, to take points that would have normally gone to the house. Mm. I also don't um, deal well with winning, so I appreciate you doing no that problem. very much. No uh, problem. That <laughs> means we are now up to question number five. Which of these is a real doom metal band? So you just got to you got to name a doom metal band while you're writing your answers. Here's some more information about the clown gallery. According to David, the collection is used by clowns to patent their makeup. And the collection includes Coco and Grimaldi. Basically, in their clown system, they paint their iconic look onto an egg, house them in these museums, and there's a few of them around the world. And that basically means that people can't rip off their look. It's trademark. Yeah, it's, it's basically this. It's the patent office. That's where that's where clown Einstein go, works. Yeah. And then eventually comes up with his theory of clown relativity. Clown relativities. Special, uh, general, general or special clown relativity. I can't remember. This egg based system of registering clowns' makeup designs operates outside the courts and is not enforced oh, by in lawyers. In the wild. Yeah. Really? <laughs> in the circus and in the wild. <laughs> I, I would be surprised if you couldn't, you know, litigate using your egg. Mm. You know? I think you should be able to. I don't know if you heard this, Lizzie. But it's where clowns paint their original makeup face on the, oh. on the eggs, and that's what's left on the thing. So, like, let's oh, it's say like you, a trademark. Yeah, yeah. Oh. And, and now I don't know. Do they have bozo? Do they mention if they got bozo there? Didn't mention they had bozo. They Ronald? did have coco. They got coco. They got coco. They, 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 got, they didn't mention Ronald. No mention oh. of Ronald. Ronald's a big one. Ronald's more of a lawyer up kind of clown. I yeah. think. <laughs> <laughs> you reckon he doesn't use the egg system? <laughs> no. I don't. Yeah. Uh, all right. While you're still writing your answers, let's go for a quick break. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? 
helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Okay, the answers are in. Wow. <laughs> so here is question number five. Which of these is a real doom metal band? Scrabapple, <laughs> Carlotta's Knife, <laughs> Smothered Mothers, Esoteric Thunderstorm Dionysus, Pigs, 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 Pigs. Or oh peaking God. slack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sounds familiar. <laughs> I think there's, there's one too many pigs in that. That made it. That yeah. threw me. I oh. was. I was I on there for quite like pigs. pigs, pigs. Yeah. It seems like the peaking slack kind is a callback to an earlier peaking, but this mm. is a, this is peaking spelled like the old Chinese city, whereas the other peaking was about looking out. Oh, second e, so right. it's not actually related to that other one. Yeah. Oh, it's a good, okay. <laughs> no relation. Yeah, right. it's hard because so this is an audio podcast, obviously, mm. which most podcasts are. Yeah, mm. um, yeah, people might not have realised. So, so this is more got to do with the way in which the slack hunt is cooked. Oh, yes, sure. Rather than the style of the rather yeah. than one more like the that, duck. that yeah. is like sort of looking through Venetian blinds. Yes, exactly. So. <laughs> So we've got Scrabapple, Carlotta's Knife, Smothered Mothers, Esoteric Thunderstorm, Dionysus, Pigs, 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 or Peking Slack. I'd like to lock in Smothered Mothers, please. Smothered Mothers. And also I'll pick a band name. It doesn't work as well, that's why. I'd like to lock in Pigs, 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 Pigs. Are you much of a doom metal fan? Uh, no, not really. No. I don't, I appreciate what is a doom metal? What it's an extreme subgenre of heavy metal music that typically uses slower tempos, low tune uh, guitars, and much thicker or heavier sound. I will go the the storm one. Isometric. Is that what it was? Yep. Esoteric. Esoteric. <laughs> All right, locking that in for Alistair. Here is who wrote the answers. Scrabapple. That was written by Jamie. Okay, the house. Mm, nice. like it was too close to Krabapple for me. I, th I, yeah. was, th I was thinking Krabapple as well. Yeah. Um, Carlotta's Knife is Alistair Trombley Birch. Oh, yeah. is, is it Carlotta's Wife? Is that a movie or something? Carlito's know. Way. I have no idea. Carlotta's Way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then we had Picking Sack. That was Saran. Oh. Oh, yeah, interesting. <laughs> interesting. oh, I wrote that. <laughs> it, it is telling, though, that I had thought that the, the Peking snack was actually that's what a, I about thought Peking. Right. Yeah. yeah. yeah that I, is did very think I didn't that think too. it was about looking. No, that's okay. I, I thought it was that's about okay. discreetly. The place. You've gotten the okay from Al. Thanks, yeah. Al. Yeah. Thank you. Rest assured. <laughs> uh, Smothered Mothers, which Saran went for. That was written by the house. Oh. Uh, the Esoteric Thunderstorm Dionysus was written by Lizzie. Excellent Am I saying stuff. Dionysus correct there? Dionysus, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's right. So that's a point for Lizzie. And another right. point because you got to correct. It is pigs, 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 pigs. pigs, 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 pigs. pigs. Oh, oh, wow. This is the feeling. Yeah, this is no. it. I get it. It's I a shame it. we ended the game last yeah. round. <laughs> I love it. I can't wait to win as well. We've all won. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's two points to Lizzie, one point to the house, meaning the scores are now. Seren on two points. Alistair on three points. Lizzie on four points but still out in front on six points it is the house wow wow two more questions to go don't forget there's still triple points in the final round to come so this is truly 
anyone's game. Wow. Question number six comes from Ashley Dickinson from Bradford in West Yorkshire. Mm. That's, that's a Yorkshire-related question. I mean, it's if if you said if you said Alex Dickinson, Ashley Dickinson. Ashley Dickinson. If you just said make up a name from West Yorkshire, that's the first name you would name, no matter who you are. Yeah, mm. Alex a Dickinson. Yeah, <laughs> Alex Dickinson. <laughs> so, it's so Alex, close. Alex, it's so Alex, close, but it's just a you're little almost bit a up, cliche, yeah. Ashley. <laughs> uh, Ashley's question is, what happened on the 21st of June 2014 in Yorkshire that made the news? Something happened in Yorkshire on the 21st of June 2014 and it made the news. What was it? While you're writing those answers, let me tell you more about pigs, 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 pigs. Seven pigs. I, um, I think I said too many pigs before. Go to wikipedia.org. Pigs, 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 pigs are a British stoner metal and hard rock slash doom metal band formed in Newcastle upon Tyne in 2012. The Guardian listed the band as one of their top 40 newcomers of 2018. <clears throat> I think that's of any genre as well. That's not just limited to the top 40 doom metal bands. The band's music has been associated with psych rock and heavy metal, as well as related genres of doom metal and noise rock. According to the band, the name came from making music with another band on their last legs. So there are a few of the members are in another band that was breaking up. And it just wasn't fun anymore. We just wanted to start a band that was fun. It's a ridiculous name that I thought was a good fit. Here's question number six. What happened on the 21st of June 2014 in Yorkshire that made the news? Yorkshire was listed as a World Heritage Site for Canals. Canals? <laughs> Canals. Canals? Canals. 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 Sea anals. Sea anals. Canals. Sorry. To settle a bet, a man publicly fought a chicken and lost. <laughs> the UK's largest figgy pudding was completed by the Earl of Newbury and his crack team of figgy pudsmen. <laughs> <laughs> a new clock tower was built in the town square, but when it was completed, they realised a key part of the clock mechanism hadn't been installed and they had to start again. A busy road was closed by police for five hours after a truck dropped its entire load of instant mashed potato. Oh. Or... Quite a few things. About 27 <laughs> minutes worth of things. Then a weather forecast. <laughs> <laughs> a forecast? <laughs> <clears throat> then a weather forecast. Okay. That's what made the news. Oh, That's the thing that happened. Oh, yeah. Right, right, right. Of course. I apologize. Mm, I feel like I know this is, oh, this is so risky. I mean, they're all risky because I don't know what any of them are. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I feel like the person trying to, to settle a bet fighting a chicken okay, and then losing. But losing. Oh, wait. <laughs> losing. I mean, I've heard of a lady dying from getting pecked on the legs by her ch her own chickens. Well, can I interject? Mm. We've established already that your concept of winning is, <laughs> yeah. is askew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I your mean, concept we don't, of losing. Yeah, that's true. And we don't know what the rules are. Exactly. Um, in this, if it was like sumo or something like that and mm. you just have to chase basically get push somebody outside of a line yes you know that i mean it, you know a chicken getting its flap on mm. could probably scare you into stepping back could have been know? an egg laying fight could be an egg laying you fight. know could be got quite an advantage mm. there could be yeah. who can get eaten by this fox first <laughs> that's right oh that yeah that who can have. push a clown face out of their cloaca <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah yeah could have been um another thing right. <laughs> So you happy to lock that in? Or? I'm going to go with it. I'm going to lock it in, Maddie. All right, lock that Maddie. in. <laughs> <laughs> or Ali. 
Uh, what are you thinking, Lizzie? Uh, <laughs> I don't know, Maddie. Um, I was going to go with Ali's answer. Yeah, mm. feel free. Feel free. We can we can share. Can but I, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't do mashed potato. Right, yeah. locking in mashed yeah, potato. Mashed potato. Do you think the newspaper would have said Deb's Daster? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, really yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something no. like that, yeah. probably. Yeah. Yeah. Could I hear one more time the um, the clock tower? A uh, new <laughs> clock tower was built in the town square, but when it was completed, they realised the key part of the clock mechanism hadn't been installed and they had to start again. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, I think that. Mm. Wait, let them listen to some of the other options. Clock mechanisms are very <laughs> vital. Listen I feel like the other yeah. I feel like I've got to give the first one another go because I feel like I didn't give it its best chance. Yorkshire was listed as a World Heritage Site for canals. <laughs> <laughs> Can, I really do struggle with this word. Canals. Can canals. 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 Yeah. Yorkshire was listed as a World Heritage Site for canals. It's because they've worked very hard. Is that right? Canals. canals. Is it, is it, oh <laughs> Oh, yeah, I, I, I wasn't sure you were being serious. Can Yorkshire was listed as a World Heritage Site for. Canals. Canals. I'm Canals. going with that one, actually. All right, locking that in for Saran. I want to hear you read it again. Let him, <laughs> let him hear a couple more. <laughs> uh, which one? Maybe the figgy pudding one or just or the whatever. chicken the one? Chicken. Oh, could I please hear a couple more? Uh, I'll do the figgy pudding one. I think I've said all the other ones again. Mm-hmm. UK's largest figgy pudding was completed by the Earl of Newbury Ooh. and his crack team of figgy pudsmen. <laughs> No, I'm still <laughs> going with the canals. All right, we've all Good choice. got answers locked in. Let's go through who wrote the answers. Uh, quite a few things, about 27 minutes worth of things and a weather forecast. That was Sereni. Sereni. Oh, good. A uh, new clock tower was built in the town square. <laughs> That's how they make the news, okay? Yeah. Uh, I've not only worked in journalism a short time, but that is how. <laughs> uh, the house wrote the one about the clock tower. The figgy pudding one was written by Alistair Trombley Birch. Oh, the putsman. Then we had... When you use your own nickname in the answer, it gets... Figgy, pud- figgy putsman. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, to settle a bet, a man publicly fought a chicken and lost. That was written by Ashley Dickinson, a.k.a. The oh. House. A.k.a. So a point to the house The there. most obvious name. Of- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yorkshire uh, was listed as a World Heritage Site for canals. <laughs> That was uh, what Seren picked. That was Lizzie Who. Oh, congratulations. Oh, my goodness. Now, can I Lizzie's on track for another double. <laughs> She's about because to get a double Lizzie double. did also get a ride. A busy road was closed by no! police for five hours. After a I mean, yeah. Dropped yes. She's its good entire load oh of instant mashed potato. Oh, my goodness. And it was a disaster. Yeah. It was a disaster? A deb disaster? Yeah, it was a deb disaster. Can I say technically that would have been one of the many things that was on the news that day, but there's yeah. still 26 <laughs> other minutes. Yeah, that's true. Film. It's very technical. And the weather forecast. It was an absolute mm. deb disaster. Deb's anal. Deb's Deb's canal. Oh, no. Because the, the, all the, the instant mashed potato would have gone into the canal. Well, it, it got... It got Moist and apparently it turned into basically like ice, so cars oh, were just sliding off the roads. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, potato nice. ice. Uh, <laughs> all right, so going to the final round, here is a score update Saran is on two points, <laughs> Al's on three, Lizzie's oh. on six, but just what? maintaining a lead on seven points. It's the house, all right. We got to get Lizzie home here. Yeah. Oh, no, I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I think it's still everybody anyone's but game with okay. triple with points. With triple points <laughs> in the final round, it is literally still anyone's game. <gasps> yeah. Let's get Lizzie home. Yeah. So let's all let's make it home. really obvious. You put your name in yours. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Figgy Putzman. Yeah. <laughs> here is question number seven, and this one comes from previous guest Alexi Toliopoulos oh, from God. the Total Hello, Reboot Alexi. podcast. So, what is the synopsis of the 1988 film Picasso Trigger? 
What is the synopsis of the 1988 film Picasso Trigger? While your answers are being written, here is some more information about the road closure in an article written in The Independent. A busy Yorkshire road was closed by police for five hours on Saturday after a lorry dropped its entire load of instant mashed potato. Moisture caused the instant granules to soon swell up, turning the road into a mashed potato slide with cars skidding across the surface. Police described the road as being like an ice rink and were forced to shut the A64 near Moulton in both directions. It took fire crews, police and the highways agency five hours to clear up the mess using snow plows and high pressure hoses. The remainder that couldn't be cleared was frozen with chemicals. This isn't the first time Britain's love of mash has caused problems on our roads. In 2007, vehicles crashed after mashed potato fell out the back of another lorry. So this is a common problem over there. All right, the answers are in. So here's the mm. final question. Here we go. Oh, jeez, I wonder if I'm going to win. Mm. <laughs> Anyone's. Anyone's game. Mm. Question is, what is the synopsis of the 1988 film Picasso Trigger? A rare painting is found to have a secret message inscribed on its canvas, triggering one of the world's largest ever scavenger hunts. Mm. The race is on between Duff Gillingston and Eric Frondhauser. <laughs> <laughs> But who will be the first to find Picasso's gold? <laughs> a young fashion designer moves to Paris to make her mark on French couture. When a stylistic and minimalist murder takes place at her new workplace, everyone points to the newest and youngest employee. <laughs> a stylistic I mean, and minimalist <laughs> murder? Yeah. I love it. That's probably her fashion style. <laughs> Uh, a crime lord triggers a ruthless hunt against all agents responsible for the murder of his brother, and the remaining agents will have to avenge their fallen comrades. Mm. A down-on-his-luck art forger's fortunes change when he finds an authentic Picasso in his grandmother's attic. But with his criminal reputation, he needs an elaborate scheme to convince Sotheby's art auctioneer that his painting is genuine. A documentary depicting a blogger's mission to cancel Picasso after they are triggered by the nudity depicted in one of his famous paintings. Or when famous painter Pablo Picasso is mistaken for famous drug lord Pablo Escobar, he is forced into hiding. While on retreat in the remote foothills of northern Cumbria, Pablo runs out of paint. A painter's worst nightmare. Forced to improvise, Pablo gathers beetles from the woods and crushing them for their pinkish hue. Will it be enough paint to finish his final masterpiece? Girl with a big gun? <laughs> <laughs> wow. I didn't want it to be that one. Hey, I'm, I'm, <laughs> like, I'm, was, he, was he hiding from mobsters? <laughs> yeah, well, I yeah. guess. Or well, maybe the, the law? I don't the know. Law, I sure. feel like he could explain it to the police. <laughs> Yeah. That's not me. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm a French painter or wherever I'm from. I do like the idea of a Pablo uh, Picasso bar. Yeah. You know, a kind of mixture of a the mix two. Up. Yeah. <laughs> mm. I think I would watch nearly all of these films. Mm. Which one wouldn't you? Um, <laughs> oh, I probably shouldn't say. All right. Oh, I wonder if it's the say. real one who, want, who would name. <laughs> Uh, who wants to go first? What do you What do you want to do, Lizzie? Do you want to um, jump? You're, you've what's, got the best chance to win. Do you want in this, first or yeah, last? Yeah. What's What's the second one? Second one. A young fashion designer moves oh, to no, Paris. No. To make her mark on French couture. Okay. No. What was the one after that? A crime lord triggers a ruthless hunt against all agents responsible for the murder of his brother, and then the remaining agents will have to avenge their fallen comrades. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe that one. That one for Lizzie. Mm. 
I'd like to go with the art dealer. Uh, sorry, the, art, the forgery guy. Forgery guy yeah. for Saran. So, Al, you've got those two. You've also got the young fashion designer. Yeah. Uh being accused of the murder, you got the... Can you read that one again? I feel like there's... Where does Picasso come into the young fashion designer? Is the Picasso style minimalist and stylistic? Oh, of course. <laughs> I'm not sure that that's necessarily Picasso's style. Maybe it was. I'm not sure, but... <laughs> I should say... If it was a surrealist murder, that's what I would have thought. Sure. Is he a... Yeah. yeah is he one I mean, he person? was a cubist by the end, yeah. you know? So he was like trying to like... He was doing a lot of different murders if in I rem- different styles. If I remember what uh, Hannah said in, in Nanette. Nanette. Yeah. I think she mentions that he was he, he was trying to cre- work on this style where you could see things from all perspectives at the same time. And I think that's what cubism right. was supposed to be. Uh, right. Let's see. And then there's, of course, the last one. Um, uh, the last one. But yeah, I mean, go with I'm the not sure, gun. Yeah, I'm just not sure Pablo, both Pablos were alive at the same time. Well, I mean, oh, no, I, they I don't think it's a documentary anyway. Yeah, that's true. But I think they were probably alive. No, they were alive at the same time. Yeah, that's true. Girl with the big gun. I mean, it could, you know, if it was like a, yeah. It's a Sachin Baron Cohen film or Sachin. something where he plays all the characters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like that. Um, for some reason, it started making me think about Sachin. I'm not getting many words right today. It's fine. I'm going to go, I'm going to go with the minimalist murderer because I want to, at the very least, reward that Good writing. piece of writing. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go through who wrote the answers. Uh, the rare painting found to have an inscription and Duff Gillingston and Eric Frondhauser go... <laughs> On a journey. That wasn't by the house. Those names were and too it, good. Yeah. It didn't really feel like there were any nibbles there. No. <laughs> I, I was close and then, then the names came out. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, the documentary depicting the blogger's mission to cancel Picasso, that was also written by the house. Yeah, I think Picasso has worse reasons to, to cancel him rather than just the nudity in his paintings. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was a, a famous drug. No, that's Pablo. No, sorry. Sorry. Yeah, it's happened yeah. again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the one about Pablo being confused for Pablo, that was written by Saran. Oh. Uh, did have a comedy <laughs> vibe to it. <laughs> I would genuinely love to watch that film. That sounds like yeah. a real bloody hoot. I'd call that, that sounds like a romp, maybe even. <laughs> and they're my favourite kinds of films. Love a romp. Wait, so there's no painting called Girl with a Big Gun? I mean, it sounds like a James Bond film, but maybe. That would be Vermeer Trigger, I guess. Uh, <laughs> the one that Soren went for, Down in His Luck Art Forger, that was written by Alistair trombley Bird. Oh, oh, beautiful so work. Oh, I did love that one. So get bonus points there to Al. Feel very real. Uh, the young fashion designer moving to Paris to make her mark on French couture. That was Lizzie Who. Meaning well Lizzie done. got the correct answer. A crime lord triggers a ruthless wow. hunt against all agents responsible for the murder of his brother. Yeah, that's good. Doesn't even have anything to do with Picasso at all. (laughs) The guy got killed, I think his name was Picasso Trigger. (laughs) 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 Which is very funny. Uh, And I appreciate Alexi for (laughs) getting us onto that one. I looked it up. It doesn't even have a critical rating on Rotten Tomatoes, but the audience rating is 34%, which is probably higher than I was expecting. Mm. Uh, Final score check. No, thanks. In fourth position on two points, it's Saran Jayamana. And Saran, you're doing a festival show coming up. What's the the go? It's called The Bag of Vegeta. It's at 6.20 at the Western Hotel, which is right near Town Hall. It's the whole month, and it's a a Moosehead show. So it's a big, that's like one of the big festival awards. Mm. Yeah. 
Pre- I've already, already got the award. Pre one. Amazing. Yeah. Now so, you just get to cruise. Right? Oh, I, that's yeah. what I intend to do, and I hope that you come along and cruise with me. You, you, you thinking <laughs> about not doing the show and just cruising, really yeah. cruising? Like just yeah, having the, people come in. You when just I sit. say is that the Western, that is the uh, model of my car. Oh. Holden, <laughs> Holden Western. And we'll, yeah, we'll just be touring around <laughs> Swanston Street up and down. Chat laps. Oh, These yeah. are the jokes. Yeah. <laughs> this expect. is the show. I'm doing it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, in third place on three points, it's Alistair Trombley Birchall. Man, it's just great to be on the board. It was, yeah, it was great. From, yeah. As soon as you felt like you were winning, yeah, yeah, yeah. you didn't score a, a further point. That's pretty much what Me happens. Too, actually. That's, yeah, it's pretty yeah. much what happens most of the time, I think, is that I, you know, I mean, this one wasn't even cockiness. This yeah. was, I just, I, I thought I had to take the win when I, while I, yeah, while yeah. it was there. I think that was clever. Yeah. Uh, and you're also doing a festival show in Melbourne, at least. Yeah, it's your favorite kind of, uh, you know, show. It's a romp. It's, mm-hmm. a, um, you know, it's just me. Uh, you know, it's just a man and a microphone on stage, <laughs> and then also a bunch of props and a screen so that I can have my uh, pop PowerPoint. Getting into a bit of prop okay. comedy. I'm gonna do a little bit of prop. I mean, yesterday, I just thought of something that I, you know, that I thought of years ago and I'm going to try and do it. I'm going to smash some melon heads. That's right. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. It's going to be really good. So wear, wear water goggles to the show. Ooh. If you're in the splash zone. Yeah. If you're in, the- <laughs> uh, in second place it, on seven points, it's the house. Uh, I'm doing my show ding at the festival ding. in Melbourne. It's at 6.30 at the Chinese Museum for the full run as well. So I think we're all oh, clashing here. Yeah. yeah. We won't be seeing each other. I'm also doing this podcast. Who knew it was Matt Stewart? At the old European Beer Cafe, uh-huh. I can't remember what it's now called, but it's changing its name, and that's at 2 o'clock on Easter Sunday. I'm also at the mm. Brisbane Comedy Festival in May. Uh, please come along to those shows. Nick Mason's the first guest of book for Melbourne. Should be a whole lot of fun, but out in front, <gasps> oh swooping gosh. into the lead with a wow. massive <laughs> maximum wow. point final round and finishing on a huge score of 12 points. It's 12 Lizzie Who. That's incredible. Wow. That's big numbers you were hitting there today. That is incredible. And Lizzie, so uh, you're doing your show all over the shop. Yeah, all over the shop. My show, Woohoo. I'll be in Melbourne. Yeah, all of the dates there. And then Sydney and Brisbane. Yes. Exciting times. Mm. And uh, I'm, I'm genuinely pumped. I think when this episode comes out, it, the festival's starting this week. So, uh, oh. Ooh. Well, I should point out then, I'm not actually touring around in a car. I, it is a show in a room and it's a very good show. It'll be so very please funny. Yeah, and I should point out that mine really will be a romp. Yeah. And so do come. And mine's about a fashion designer that tries to, to make it in Paris. I think everyone uh, listening should come to uh, all of the guest shows mm-hmm. and say something like, you know, when try and see him after the show and say something like, Picasso trigger. Yeah. Or some That's sort of nice. end joke that they'll probably have forgotten by then. Yeah, yeah. Because this and, was about a week. And ago. you can probably buy tickets to all by getting a laugh pack, which get, allows you if you buy a bunch of oh. things together, a bunch of shows together, it does a re- slightly reduced price. What a beautiful a idea! Great. You know what? And oh. you can do that via comedyfestival.com.au. I think so. Yeah, call it the uh, the Who Knew It Laugh Pack yeah. deal that you make up yourself. <laughs> Love it. Um, thanks so much for joining us. Really appreciate it. People should definitely see all your shows. You're all fantastic comedians. Uh, and cheers for the listeners for tuning in to Who Knew with Matt Stewart. And now that you know it, I've been Matt Stewart. Goodbye. <laughs> Kane <Canal. laughs> <laughs> you, you should release an 
an episode that's just the middle bits. Yeah. Oh, that would be great. Yeah, yeah. like the donut holes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. As a sleep podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Different variations of a legend attribute. 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 Yes. Attribute. Attribute. Oh no. I accidentally said one of my thoughts out loud. <laughs> I have to start. Like a oh, I didn't hear Yeah, it. okay, great. I'm not listening. <laughs> That's great. And, and I won't bother talking. Um, this will all stay in the show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, you are going to do the special episode. Yeah, yeah. This will be, this will be in the sleep episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, the white noise actually would really help. Yeah, yeah that would be great. Yeah, it's a sludgy. That sludgy kind of sludge. Mm. Sludge? Sludge. Sludge. That's what it sort of sounds like, you know. It's like thicker, like going through quicksand. Yeah. Sorry, just trying to. (laughs) Beatboxing? Uh, Beatboxing. (laughs) That's sludge hip hop. Some dumb. um, Not dumb, but doom. Doom. Doom (laughs) hop. Doom hop. Uh, Um, All right. Pigs, 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 pigs. This is their most played song on Spotify. Yes. Oh, it is sludgy. <laughs> nice. Oh, I know this song. Really? No. It's very oh. catchy. <laughs> it's very hummable. That's good stuff. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think it's, you know, it's often known as black mashed potato. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just, you, you can't see it. 